Welcome to the first episode of the Breakthrough Podcast with Danny Anderson and Emmanuel Church Podcast, helping you make better choices for the abundant life. I am Rachel Long, the Executive Pastor of Families and Multi-Sites at Emmanuel, and we are excited to launch this new monthly show where we will be answering your questions about faith, life, and navigating this world. Today, we're going to be getting to know me, your host, a little bit better, and then we're going to meet our lead pastor, Danny Anderson, and tackle our very first question. Now, as I said, I am the executive pastor of Families and Multi-Sites, but I've been at Emmanuel for 17 years, 10 of which I was a family ministries volunteer, starting out with Pastor Danny when he was the uh, student ministries pastor. And then um, I came on staff seven years ago, and it has been just a blessing to move through uh, being a nursery and preschool director and even launching our very first multi-site campus. And I have enjoyed working here, um, serving, but also under Danny's leadership and growing in that way. And with that, I would love to introduce you to Danny Anderson, our lead pastor of Emmanuel. Welcome. Thanks, Rach. Glad to be here. Yeah. We would love to hear about your journey to Emmanuel, too. Well, my journey to Emmanuel started uh, right out of college. Uh, my wife and I uh, graduated from Liberty University in uh, 2000, 2001, and became the youth pastor and uh, served uh, student in student ministry here at Emmanuel for five years, had a great time, <clears throat> mm-hmm. saw lots of kids change their life and give their life to Christ, trust Christ, started a cell group ministry, and, uh, and then uh, about five years into that, um, took over as a senior leader. Uh, took over for the founding pastor, Pastor Jim Devaney, yeah. in uh, 2006, and been uh, the lead pastor of Emmanuel now for 12 years. <clears throat> That's pretty, incredible. Pretty exciting. Yes, it's very exciting. What's really cool about being a volunteer and then moving to staff is watching how you started, um, you called them cell groups, which mm-hmm. were our first small groups mm-hmm. uh, in that um, kind of genre in in family ministries, and then seeing today that some of those cell group leaders are now on our staff. That's it's been, been fun to watch. Yeah, incredible to watch mm-hmm. how that how they grew up through that. Well, we do have our very first question, um, and that question is: I want to spend time with God, but I don't know how. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, a lot of people struggle with. Um, you know, how, how to spend time with God. They know they're supposed right. to, they've maybe heard their pastor talk about it or, mm-hmm. or a friend say, you know, describe their, their devotions or their time with God. And, and they just really struggle uh, to be consistent in it. And I think a lot of it has to do with people aren't really sure exactly how to do that. So um, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to kind of break that down a little bit. You know, the way I, I understand, um, you know, a quiet time or spending time with God, people call it different things. Um, I think it begins a good, solid, consistent time with God. It begins with a time and a place, mm-hmm. and um, with a, of without distraction. A time and a place without distraction. And I think the where I get that from is from the book of Mark, chapter one. You know, one of my favorite verses about Jesus is describe Jesus's life a little bit. <clears throat> he said, uh, you know, it says before daybreak the next morning. Jesus got up and he went out to a to an isolated place to pray, and I've just always imagined him, you know, uh, in the midst of whatever else he was doing in his ministry, 
getting up before the sunrise, before everybody else was up, and finding a, a quiet, isolated place to engage in his relationship with his father. And I just said, man, if, if that's what he did, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. And yeah. and so I've always just tried to, you know, model model my my uh, my life in that way. And uh, so I get up before my kids do in the morning, before most of the times before my wife, and uh, and I have a quiet place at my table. And there's no distractions. There's no television. There's no radio going, and there's no children eating breakfast or whatever. And that just that's the first thing I think we have to sort of establish is a time and, and a place uh, where there's very few distractions. Because, I mean, if you if you have distractions going and thing, you know, if you're trying to do it in, in your office, you know, or, or on the way to, you know, to work in the morning or something like that in the car, um, you know, you, you're going to your mind is going to be pulled in all different types of directions. And it's going to be really hard to connect with God in any mm-hmm. significant way. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that make sense? It does. And I think one thing that's uh, really exciting to hear you say that is you're giving listeners permission mm. to take that time. So like moms hear that you need that time. Mm-hmm. You need that set apart. Dads, mm-hmm. you need that. Students, mm-hmm. you need that. Mm-hmm. So really thinking and planning ahead, when can I not use just my drive time or just the time that uh, for moms sometimes when you're in the bathroom is the only time you're alone, but really sitting down and making this an intentional yeah. meeting. And something else I would say about that, you know, is it may mean that you have to wake up earlier. And right. So I rise, I wake up very early, mm-hmm. usually, you know, five o'clock, five thirty, because my kids are not awake. And uh, I know that that's tough for some people because, you know, they're not morning people. So, um, you know, if, if you're not a morning person, then, you know, you th- probably the time that you're going to uh, have that's without dis- or distraction free is in the evening. Mm-hmm. And I found in my own life that that uh, evening time is not a good time for me to connect with God. I'm, I'm tired. I'm ready right. for bed. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And so I so in order for me to be a morning person, I go to bed early. So I'm usually in bed, you know, 10, 1030 so that I could get up early and, and be fresh and spend my time with God. Um, so that's just another another part of, of having distraction-free time is making sure you, you go to bed early. No, that's super good. It's super good and practical. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. What else? Um, I think a second thing, to have a, a quality time with God, you a lot of it depends on the way you start it. So... Um, when you when you come to this your place your, your you know, whether it's a kitchen table or a chair in your living room you know you have that spot um, the first thing that you do is to settle your heart and you 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 know the scriptures say in in Psalm forty six be still and know that I am God so before you jump into reading anything or or writing something um, I, I often just tell people. Say, say a simple prayer of surrender that, okay, God, I'm here. I want to connect with you. I want to hear your voice. I surrender my soul to you. I surrender my will to you. And I want to sense your presence and I want to receive uh, instruction from you. Mm-hmm. Please teach me. Please show me. And, 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 and put, that puts your heart in a posture to hear. Because a lot of times... Our minds are going, and we start thinking about the day, and we're just, you know, we have all these thoughts uh, popping into our head, and it's really hard to settle all that stuff. Uh, so it's important to take a few moments before you get into anything to to settle your heart, you know. And so that's, I think, that's a very important part of having an effective time with time with God. 
No, I, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. A simple prayer of surrender, mm-hmm. just switching your heart posture and your mind toward hearing what and and being with God, hearing what he has mm-hmm. for you and being with him. That's really, really good. Mm-hmm. I love what you tell us uh, about what we don't write down. Can you tell us that? Yeah. I, <clears throat> I tell people all the time, you forget most of what you don't write down. And so uh, that's that's a huge piece of, uh, of learning. And because we, we'd love to remember, we always tell ourselves, I'll remember that. Well, you know, most of the times you don't remember. (laughs) So uh, I try to, I try to encourage people to have a pen and paper, you know, whether they're in church or listen to a podcast. I always take notes when I'm listening to a podcast, you know. Exactly. Okay. What else, what else can help us when we're spending time with God? Yeah. So you get to your place and, you know, you're distraction free and, and then you, you say you're, you know, your prayer of surrender to kind of uh, bring focus your mind and heart on God. The, the next, thir- the third piece of it would be to have a plan and to be, to have a strategy. And, and what I mean by that is when you come to this, this time, this place, you have to know what to do. And so <clears throat> I tell, I, I, I try to tell people, have a simple plan that allows you to engage the scriptures you know, that's, that's, we believe, I believe with all my heart, the primary way that God speaks to us is through the word of God. Does he talk to us other ways? Sure he does. He gives us nudges. The spirit leads us. He speaks to us through people, uh, you know, events in our life, you know, he Mm -hmm. communicates to us, but the primary way that, that we believe that he speaks to us is through his word. So we have to get a strategy or plan that includes the word of God. And so what I do is I use uh, the YouVersion Bible app. I'm sure it's very many people know about that. Life Church, you know, created that, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. I think, oh my gosh, they almost their goal is to have a billion downloads right. or something like that. Um, and and it's very popular. It's very practical, and there's so many plans on there that you can use. I particularly love the One Year Bible plan. Uh, it gets me into the Old Testament. It gets me into the New Testament. It gives me a little bit of the Psalms That's and Proverbs good. every single day. So I'm getting a variety uh, of, of the scriptures every single day uh, as I meet with God. And uh, my strategy is very simple. I learned it from a book called um, The Divine Mentor by Wayne Cordero. And you you know, some people maybe heard me talk about this before, but he's a pastor out in uh, Hawaii. Um, It'd be nice to have a church in Hawaii, don't you think? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And I read that many, many years ago. And in that book, he talked about this strategy called SOAP. Mm-hmm. And, and it was it's an acronym S O A P and I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this before but maybe you haven't um, and it's just this very simple strategy of the S stands for scripture so you so you read a portion of scripture you know and you read it prayerfully and you read it reflectively and you're uh, and then you move to the O which is the observation so in the O he talks about acting like an investigator you know mm-hmm. you're saying okay God you know what what are you saying what am I observing in this text. Uh, what's the what's the point you're trying to get through to me? What's the what's the insight? Uh, what's the instruction? And so you're observing. And by the way, you're writing it down. Uh, you're you're taking notes, and so you have your journal with you there. And so you read the scripture, then you observe, and then the next part is where the real 
change takes place, and that's the application. The A stands for application, and and so you're you're now asking God, what do you want me to do about this? You know, if you come across a verse that that has to do with you know trust trusting in God or something like that, and then you when you move to the A, it's like, okay, God, where do I need to trust you in my life? Mm-hmm. How do I, you know, what aspect of my life am I am I going through uh, a situation at work right now, and that that I need to trust you with this job situation, this job, you know, maybe you're going through a transition of some sort at work, or maybe it's an issue with your kid. You know, a lot of times that's a big thing that stresses people out. Mm -hmm. And so God, I I need my, my kid just got my driver's license. That's what happened recently in our home. It's like, oh, you know, so you might, you write down, God, I need to trust you with my son you know, now getting behind the wheel. And, mm-hmm. and that's so you, you, you journal that, you know, and you, you try to apply what you just observed. And then the, the prayer, the P, the last part of SOAP stands for the prayer. And that's where you just kind of journal out some, some prayers about what's going on uh, in your life and the lives of the people you care about, love. And maybe if you're in a small group of some sort, you're praying mm-hmm. for your, you committed to pray for your small group uh, or for things in the nation or whatever else is on your heart, you know, and you spend some time in prayer. And then it's over. I mean, it's really S-O-A-P, uh, and that's my simple strategy, and I've been doing it for years, and sometimes I, I don't do it completely, but, you know, for the most part, I'm, I'm following that little plan. So I know what to do when I get to that mm-hmm. place, and when I've surrendered my heart, I'm engaging the scriptures, and I'm using soap, uh, and it usually lasts about 30 to 40 minutes in the morning, sometimes a little longer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's, it's just been a, an incredible habit for me, you know. What would you say to a listener that maybe has um, has has applied soap before, or has been um, working a plan and they kind of fell off, mm-hmm. or uh, life got in the way? You know, mm-hmm. they were getting up yes. for two weeks early and then mm-hmm. got a sick head, mm-hmm. or their job schedule switched, and now they're like, Ugh, "I'm just stuck. I can't. I can't get back on." Like, what kind of encouragement or direction would you give us? That is such a good question because it happens. You know, mm-hmm. life life happens. <clears throat> and first of all, I would say, don't get discouraged. Right. You know, this isn't a legalistic thing. This isn't a, <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to gain God's favor, or you know, we're trying to be a good Christian by doing my devotions or something like that. You're. you're it's more about a, a relationship. Mm-hmm. A conversation. So if oh, I haven't good. talked to a friend in a while and I want to talk to my friend, I'm going to call him up. I'm mm-hmm. just going to get back on, you know, I'm just going to, you know, start communicating again. And so um, there have been times in my life uh, where, you know, I was a little bit inconsistent with it. And instead of getting discouraged, I just, I just got back to it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I view it as God, God is a communicating God. He wants to talk to me. Right. So I want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> you know, it'd be crazy for me if, if I, if, I mean, think about it. God wants to tell me things about my life. He wants to give me instruction. He wants to give me insight. He wants to guide me. It'd be crazy for me to be like, oh, you know, I missed a few days. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm just going to give up. You know, he probably, yeah. I mean, no, I just go right back to him. I mean, this is, this is about grace and he, he's not uh, keeping score. No, that's good. That's good to hear. <laughs> you know, so you just, I just get back up and I, I just start, you know, it's a joy to listen to him and to hear from him. So uh, that would, that would be my, my encouragement. Just get, just get back on it. And oh, that's really good. As we start to, as we start to wrap up for today, do you have any, do you have any parting thoughts for us on this? Yeah. You know, I think the final thing I would say about, you know, the, the, the time with God, I think it, People don't understand the the vow the the importance of it. Mm-hmm. I think from the people that I mentor or disciple or you know, spend time with, and I talk to them about their time with God. A lot of times, I'll ask them, you know, how you know how's it going, and 
and and many people say, you know, I'm really busy and it's hard to, you know, it's hard to find time. And, and, uh, I think people put time with God or devotions in the category, same category as flossing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they, they, the dentist said you should floss. They know they should floss. It's important to floss, but gosh, nobody wants to, it's, it's, Nobody really wants to do it. Right. And I think time with God, you know, oh, the pastor said I should, and, Mm -hmm. you know, this person said I should, and I know I should, but gosh, it's so, the value of it is not understood. So, you know, I was reading a book years ago by John Eldridge, fantastic book called Wild at Heart, and Mm -hmm. he's the one that used the flossing uh, illustration. And he said, what if you looked at your time with God as preparation for battle. Like you're a soldier and life is warfare and you have a real enemy, the devil, who roams around like a roaring lion, Peter says, right? Mm -hmm. Seeking someone to devour. Not just you, but your marriage. Not just your marriage, but your kids, right? Your reputation, right? your character. He wants to ruin you and destroy you. What if you viewed life that way? And what if you viewed your time with God in the morning as preparation for battle, literally putting on the armor of God, guarding your heart, right? Getting your mind and focused on most important things, you know, and, and that's the way I see it. So for me, you know, I would, I would encourage people, you know, this is a battle like, and I want to win. Mm-hmm. I don't want the devil, uh, you know, to, to destroy my life or my ministry or... I want to. I want to protect that with all my heart. So, I can't afford not to do my devotions. Mm. Like I, I have to do it because my heart is at stake. My marriage is at stake. This ministry is at stake. So, uh, it's it's not in the category flossing for me. Right. It's like the top priority. You know, Proverbs four twenty three says, "Guard your heart, because everything you do flows from it." So when I'm doing my time with God, I'm I'm guarding my heart. I'm I'm protecting who I am my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, my body, making sure it's all aligned underneath God's govern- governance and, and uh, his will. You know? So I think if we took that perspective, if people took that perspective, I think they'd have a lot more urgency right. to yeah. spend time with God. Like, man, I haven't thought about yeah, it that way. Right. You know, life is mm-hmm. a battle. And it is. You look around, you look at the families that are being destroyed you know, because the father fell into temptation and, or, or there was an affair or there was an adultery or, or even pastors that have, have, have messed up morally and now they're, they've lost their churches. I mean, that's right. been going on a ton recently. You know, what's going on? I, don't, I think people walking around, they don't understand life is a battle. It's mm-hmm. a war. And so, uh, you know, we have to see that. Yeah. We have to see that that life is, is, we have a real enemy and he wants to steal, kill, and destroy us. Those are all really, really, that's so strong. And I'm just so thankful that you took time today to, to go through the three points with us. And um, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That yeah. was really, Privilege. really good. Hey, if you haven't had your pen in your hand, it's time to grab it. We're going to recap uh, Pastor Danny's three points for um, when you want to spend time with God, but you don't know how, start with that isolated place, then move into settling your heart, 
and have a plan. And he had recommended um, the SOAP method. And then don't miss that final that final point that there is a ton of urgency in, in putting yourself in a place where you can spend time with God because of the warfare that goes on around us. Uh, you have been listening to the Breakthrough Podcast from Emmanuel Church and Pastor Danny Anderson. If you would like to comment on today's topics or subscribe, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash eclife.org or search Emmanuel Church on iTunes or Google Play. Thank you so much for listening. We hope this was a blessing to you. Uh, We hope that you will return. And if you'd like to support the show, we would love for us to for you to leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the podcast. And if you would share it with a friend, that would be amazing. If you would like more information about Emmanuel Church, church, you can find us in person or online every weekend for a weekend message. And you can do so by going to eclife.org. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you back here next month.